Welcome back to the Goalie Corner presented by One Stop Goaltending. I'm Michael Hales, and today we have a special guest. We have a guest who has been top goalie, uh, Bantam drafted, VIJHL champion, uh, World Juniors drafted to the Rangers, Dylan Grand, Kamloops Blazer, kind of local hero at the moment here. Dylan, how do you stay level-headed with all the awards and achievements that are online. Like I, I couldn't even get through them all. Not being too awkward here. Like you've, you've been drafted 103rd overall to New York Rangers. You have a silver medal in the world stage in 2016, 17, you have best GAA at 115 and save percentage at 959. Like that's absurd during a season. Yeah. <laughs> How how do you keep a level head with all those achievements and awards? Um, I feel like for me, you know, something that helps a lot with that is just like just always being focused on, you know, my main goal and my long-term goal, which basically is, you know, playing in the NHL. I feel like, you know, it's great to have like those little successes along the way and stuff like that. And it's definitely, you know, a big part like of your career. But at the same time, like I'm not, I'm still not even in the NHL yet. Like I still got a lot of work to do. So I'm, I'm not, I'm definitely like not satisfied with, you know, those little things. And also I feel like something that's pretty important along the way is, um, you know, kind of, if you do get too high, if you have a, you know, a good night or something like that, or, or, you know, you had a good season, um, you know, typically when you get high and like, you're feeling good about yourself, then, you know, good things tend to, or sorry, bad, uh, bad things tend to happen, you know, right after that, when you kind of, you know, get a little bit coggy. So for me, I just like to keep that long-term goal in mind and, you know, understand what I'm working towards and that I still got a long ways to go. And, you know, I just kind of stay even and just try to get better every day. So it sounds like you, you had a saying there, like you, you're unsatisfied with everything that you've, with where you are because you haven't achieved your long-term goal, right? So your view on stuff that's happening in the moment is like a stepping stone. Everything is a stepping stone to get to your end goal right and never being satisfied sure. with it is like it's kind of like a huge uh mental adaptation to everything right so you want to be happy with you what you've accomplished but you're like i know i could do more yeah that's that's pretty awesome how old are you again you're like 19 19 yeah yeah that's nuts i know i sound older than i am too but uh. Why is it important? You kind of already answered this, but why is it important to keep a level head? Um, I think, yeah, kind of like I said earlier, like if you kind of, you know, ride your highs a little bit, then, you know, bad things tend to happen or um, stuff like that. Like I, a good example is like kind of like when you're in a game and, you know, you're kind of winning and maybe you start chirping a little bit. Usually, at least in my case anyway, if I ever start to do that, then I kind of, then like a couple goals happen after. So, um, you know, kind of like that when you, when you start feeling good about yourself and things like that, um, you know, I just feel like bad things tend to happen and it's important to, to stay level because then, you know, you kind of get the best out of yourself. You're not riding emotions high or low. You're kind of just the same every day and, you know, can get the most out of each day. And, um, you know, like I said, keep working to that angle. So you don't chirp guys. No, I don't. I was, I was the same way. I would tell guys that that was a good shot 
or hey that actually made me work and like tap them on the shin pads because when i chirped someone i don't turn around and get scored on instantly exactly yeah yeah i was like this isn't happening for me here's kind of one that might put you on the spot now you're having a phenomenal season you just got goaltender of the week award and then you backed it up with another great performance i don't know i couldn't tell you how many texts i got on friday night about your performance when you receive people's opinions on your performance what or how do you receive it like what what's the thought process behind how you break down what that person's saying to you like you must you must everybody you come across right hey that was an amazing game hey don't pass the puck so often right I, yeah. I, I don't know what you get but you must get a lot here in Kamloops uh yeah I mean I feel like the way I receive it like depends who it is um you know if I know them or not and if I know how much they know about uh like tank stuff like that um I feel like when someone says like something about my game and stuff like that I kind of just connect it with what I know obviously you know nobody knows my game better than I do so um you know say I made a bad turnover that game and someone said that I'd be like yeah you know what maybe I wasn't the best at that tonight yeah but if if I felt like I had a pretty good day uh game with my puck handles and someone says oh I'll be like oh, all right and I won't really care about it but um yeah, I feel like everyone's different. Everyone has their own opinion. And at the end of the day, like it's just about what you think and what you know about your game and, and what works for you and things like that. Obviously, there's always things you can do a little bit better and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe some pe- uh, sometimes those people are right and sometimes those people have no idea what they're talking about. So I think it's just important to understand your own game um, well enough to kind of know what you need to work on and know what you're good at and stuff like that. And yeah, just... Yeah kind of just be you yeah be respectful let them have their peace but it's how much weight do you put into it right like Mm -hmm, for sure if you're you're very confident in your own ability here not cocky or arrogant you're confident it sounds like you put different weights into different people's opinions right like Mm -hmm. if you just lined up 20 people two are your parents one's dan some uh another person is like your head coach um and then the rest are random people like you have like a a circle of people you trust you're like these people know me i'll put a little bit more weight into them but it's like my opinion still 51 percent right like i have the final say on how i think i did for sure absolutely i like that logic i was i was now I see here that you're WHL scholastic player of the year. So I know that you're smart. If you think of an atom, right. With a nucleus, the nucleus is you. And I tell a lot of people this. Mm. So the nucleus is you. And the first ring is like your inner circle, right? So your parents, whoever else is in your family and like your goalie coach, you've been seeing for the longest time or personal trainer right? Someone that you truly trust and you know, they have your best interests at heart. Next circle is head coaches, teammates, friends. Then the outside, the last circle, the last ring is kind of like everybody else, right? 
So yeah. the further away they are, the less stock you give them. Mm-hmm. You still listen. Yeah, that makes to a them. lot of sense. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I also say it is your world. Everybody that's a part of your world is living in it, like renting space and time. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like certain someone, you have yeah. the option not to see them. But exactly. that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. I don't want to throw you off with that one. All right. I want to talk a little bit about your time with Hockey Canada as part of the World Junior Team. Not trying to be too stock, but did you ever have the feeling when you made that team of being like, I made it or pride in what you've accomplished? Like you're like, okay, I remember watching the, this team on TV when I was young and now I'm on this team. Yeah, absolutely. I think when they first tell you, um, it's like a huge relief and kind of thing. And you're so happy to, you know, just be on that team and, and stuff like that. And, you know, basically when you're at that time, you get treated like, you know, Kings there um, with everything come like the hotel and the food and, you know, everything else from, the rink and stuff like that in the dress rooms it's it's crazy like the whole experience is it really is like it's it's like you're king and um you know it's probably one of the best times of my life and definitely something that I'll never forget and for me like it was kind of like it was a great moment when they first told me and it was definitely like you know I was a little bit satisfied because I made it but at the same time like I knew that I had to keep going because I wanted to earn the number one job and it wasn't, it was like up for grabs and there was no like decisive guy. So I definitely enjoyed a, you know, a little bit of time. Um, you you know, had a to, moment, right? You gave it I had a moment, moment. Yeah. And then it was short lived because you're like, okay, time to go back to work. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what happened. Absolutely. How did it feel when you went from playing against certain guys where I'm sure you took like their numbers down where it's like, okay, I need to make sure whenever this person's on the ice, um, because they're just always a threat to the next day being on their team and being like, I feel bad for the goalie across the ice. Cause he doesn't know what he's like, what he can do. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool to play with all those elite players. Like a lot of them, like I feel could, could have played in the NHL like that year. I couple of them are now a few of them um so it's pretty cool to you know get to see what they're like you know just like on their team and stuff like that um you know in practice it's pretty cool getting to face those guys like um I remember when I first went there and then when I came back like I could notice a difference like I was a lot better goalie just you know being with the caliber of guys there for I think it was like a month and a half kind of thing um so yeah that was cool but it was definitely different and kind of fun to you know like you said all those guys that you play against that you know are their top guys to kind of you know be on the same side as you now and um you know kind of work for the same goal kind of thing which was was pretty cool and was a good experience were the practices different like you know how sometimes i can see here that you played like a lot like all of four games for the campbell river storm is that right yeah yeah. <laughs> and you know their practice, like there's some guys that can really shoot the puck, and then there's some guys that really can't at that level. Right. And comparing it to like the Blazers and the the Team Canada, like I'm sure there's 
a smaller separation, but was everybody shocked just on point? Yeah. Like even comparing it to the Blazers here, there's probably like two or three guys that have like, like really good shots and everyone else is just like, just a good shot. World juniors, like everyone has, you know, a really good shot, if not an elite shot, like those guys, they rip it and they also rip it with accuracy. And, um, you know, something that I've noticed even, you know, with my experience in pro is that like the shoes are a lot more smart. Like they're not just walking in and being like, Hey, I'm shooting a high glove. They're looking at the goalie, seeing what they're giving them. They're kind of, you know, trying to be deceptive and stuff like that and get the goalie to make the first, you know, bite and open up kind of thing. Uh, um, so a different experience and, you know, it was definitely not easy at the start and then you kind of get used to it a little bit and kind of thing, but, um, yeah, everyone, everyone rips the puck for sure. Definitely a couple stingers to the glove for sure. Every practice. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. See, I always loved playing against the smart players because they were looking up and seeing what you were giving them. That's when I baited them, right? Sure. You either drop your glove, you stand a little bit off angle. Cause if like, just cause I know the kid, Logan Stankoven's coming down. He never shoots in the same spot two or three times in a row. I'm not guessing where he's going. Right. I'll give him a spot. And if he takes it, then yeah. I can move into it. Right. So, so for me, it was always a head game. Like I'll show you where you want to shoot, or I'll show you somewhere where you really don't like to shoot. Like if someone loves top glove, yeah. high glove, I'm going to take it away and I'll give them low block. So they're uncomfortable. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. It's a risky game, right? You watch Tuka yeah. Rask do it, and in days that he's good, he's good. Days that he's not good, he's really yeah. not good, right? Yeah. But that was just my logic, always going into camps like that. I wasn't at that high level, but when I went to East Coast, I was like, okay, I don't know any of these people. Uh, I'm going to take the first five minutes, learn habits, and then I'm going to bait them everything else. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. It worked out well for me. <laughs> What's the best piece of advice that you've ever received that just stuck with you? It doesn't even have to be hockey related, just anything. Um, that's tough. Honestly, uh, I don't even know if there's like a saying or anything. I feel like um, just when I was in Bantam and Midget, like the culture we had, I went to Delta Hockey Academy and the culture there through you know Ian Gallagher was the guy who ran it um I feel like that's kind of where I was first kind of introduced to like work ethic kind of thing um just to kind of understand what it takes to you know make it kind of thing and you know how you know not everyone's putting in the same amount of work for me that was kind of a big thing to realize that you know I can put in the work um I can put in more work than other people and only can I do it I love to do it kind of thing um so probably not really advice, but like just kind of learning, you know, work ethic through the years, like how it can get you to where you want to go kind of thing. And, you know, basically how it can carry your whole career. Like there's guys who, you know, have a lot of skill and don't really rely on their work ethic that much. Um, and they're still good players, but they're not, I wouldn't say consistent. Um, but for me, I feel like relying on your work ethic is, a very consistent way to, you know, become elite and always, you know, give your team a chance to win pretty much. So uh, probably 
probably yeah just like learning work ethic was you know the best thing okay so i got so far okay so i got two questions that spin off that so what does work ethic mean to you then when someone says hey like comes up to you and they're like hey dylan i work hard just like you you're probably like okay (laughs) but when you say you're working hard what does that look like to everybody else like what, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is what does a normal day look like? Yeah. I feel like basically from the moment I wake up, I'm pretty much like always thinking how I can get better at hockey. Um, you know, you wake up, you make your breakfast, have a good meal. Like I always eat healthy. I never eat junk food. I always make sure I get, you know, at least nine hours of sleep every night, if not 10, just like everything like that, everything at the rink and and stuff like that, all the extra work you can do after practice, off the ice, in the gym, stuff like that um, every day. I always, you know, stretch and stuff before I go to bed and take care of my body. Um, you know, there's a lot you can do. I feel like the most important part of it, though, is to do things with a purpose. Like, it's kind of more mentally, not just going through the motions and, and doing it because, you know, you have to, doing it because it's going to help you kind of thing. and knowing exactly what you're doing and to do for you kind of thing. Like I said, having a purpose is probably the biggest thing behind work ethic. And that's where, when you know you put in work and you know exactly what it's going to help you do is where you start to build your confidence and, you know, just keeps building on and on from there. If you keep doing that. That's awesome. Doing it with a purpose is, I think it is the tippy top answer going through the motion. Mm -hmm. It's doing something, but it's not doing the best thing. Mm-hmm. Now, it really seems like you're going for that steady eddy growth. This is my end goal. Here's the amount of time to accomplish it. And every day I'm going to get a little bit better. Now, ironically, I didn't notice this when we were on the ice together in the summer, but I changed the uh, company slogan to 1%. And it has two meanings. You train like the 1% because only 1% make it to the NHL. Right. I'm sure it's a lower percentage now, but 1% just sounds better. And then you go for that 1% growth every day. Like, how do I get 1% better every day? I just found out last week, not even a week ago, that you have 1% painted on the back of your helmet. Right. So I don't know if this was like subconscious pickup by myself that you had that. And I'm like, I like that. I'm going to change that. But what does that 1% mean to you? Uh, basically like it just, it says on my helmet, it says 1% better every day. Um, basically that's kind of just the mindset every day. Um, so, I kind of read so it. So exactly just, what I changed the company slogan to. Book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like I was reading this book, um, called Atomic Habits. That's where yeah. uh, that saying comes from. And basically what he says in there was you're 1% better every day for a year. Um, you get 37 times better at the end of the year and that kind of resonated with me and um you know at the same time like it's something that's in your control like you can control if you get better by you know putting in the work and and doing the right things every day um so that's just always that's kind of something i want on the back uh, on the back of my helmet just to always give me that subtle reminder of you know the growth mindset every day especially before i go on the ice and um yeah i like that i like that quote a lot yeah it's an awesome book too yeah it's uh i would say it's top five for me Mm -hmm. anywho all right 
speed round here. Okay. Do you do any mental training? Uh, yes. It's kind of like nothing specific. I feel like just every day is kind of like a, you know, mental learning. You can always like get better and understand yourself a little bit better and what works. I do kind of work with a coach not very often, maybe like once or twice, like a year, just kind of if I need help or just talk about things. But yeah, it's definitely a okay. big part of the game. Do you use laces or elastic toe ties? Laces. laces. All right. Yeah. Have you ever tried the oh, elastic cool. toe ties? Yeah, I did. And I did like them, but they kept ripping. I had the Bauer ones when they first came out. Like, I can't remember what they're called. And they just kept ripping. So I just went back to regular laces. Can't go wrong with old school stuff. I like the laces no. more. Yeah. What's the best save you've ever made? Um, I don't even think I have a save. Like, there's obviously a couple of cool highlight reel saves and stuff like that. Um, none that really like the save that meant the most for you, maybe at the time. Probably like when I was 16, we played a, like a tiebreaker game. Winner goes to the playoffs, and I got to play. And, like no specific save, but probably just that whole game. Just getting the win was probably the most memorable moment of my career so far. I have two more questions. Okay. There's always a debate, junior A, college, or WHO. I know that you got drafted by the Blazers, but why did you end up picking the WHO? Um, yeah, for me, I feel like obviously I got drafted and stuff like that, which is great. That doesn't mean you have to go Western League. Um but for me, I feel like the Western League is just a little bit faster. And I was at a point where I knew in my game that I didn't really need more time. Um, and, you know, in my opinion, the, the Western League is the best junior league, you know, in Canada. So um, for me, that was always something that I wanted to do. I always grew up watching it. Um, but like I said, at the same time, like for me, I didn't need that extra time. Whereas, you know, some people who are, you know, maybe not as elite at that Bantam level um, or late bloomers kind of thing. Um, you know, junior is a great option. Like I, I think college hockey is like elite. Like once you get there, like division one NCAA, like, um, you know, some of my buddies playing it and like, I think it's, um, it just takes a little bit longer to get there. And it's just a different plan. Cause you get those, you know, those four years of junior, just like I'm doing, but then you get those four years of college after as, you know, you don't get that in the Western League. So you either, you go pro or you go to, um, you know, you sports school. Um, so for me, yeah, like I said, I didn't need that time, but I also, I did evaluate the college, you know, route and kind of thing. And um, I just decided, you know, the Western League was best for me. And a lot of my buddies didn't go Western League. They went college actually. And, um, you know, it's been working out great for them. They've had great junior careers in the BCHL and, um, you know, they're just about to head off to college. So it's, Two different paths, but honestly, if, if you know yourself and you know kind of what's your development plan, kind of what you want it to look like or what it might need kind of thing, then, you know, it's not too difficult of a decision, I feel. No, I think that's a pretty good answer. Like you weighed the pros and cons of both and you thought what's best for you. I can't disagree with that. That's what I did as well. And I picked college because I need that extra time. Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Last question. Looking back on your career so far, what has been the most pivotal decision, year, or memory that when you look back, you can be like, yep, yeah, I'm here today because of this? Uh, yeah, it was definitely, like, for sure. When I was in 
um, second year is my draft year. And um, we decided to make the move over from Vancouver Island to Vancouver for the Delta Hockey Academy. Um, you know, it was, it was definitely like my choice to go, but I was obviously like my dad helped me a lot with, you know, the financial support there. Um, Cause that stuff, it's, it's not cheap at all. And I was so fortunate to be able to go there. I know that I kind of left everything behind and, you know, back home and to go play hockey. And that's kind of where my whole career started to kind of say, like, like I said earlier, like that's where I learned work ethic and, and stuff like that. And it was obviously an elite level of hockey. We were like one of the best teams in Canada that year. Um, we had like 13 traffics. Um, so we had quite the team. And I think that whole academy, I think I mentioned it earlier, like the culture that's there, like top level, it's definitely, it's definitely like I think about it all the time. Like if I didn't go there, like I wouldn't be where I am today. Like um, I learned so much there and not only like learning so much about hockey, but also like kind of created an identity within myself and um, kind of became independent and took my hockey career into my own hands. And, you know, it's kind of just been building up there from, from that moment on, but that's definitely the most important decision that, you know, I wouldn't be here without. Fun question. Who works harder, you or Logan Stankoven? Uh I do. <laughs> he's pretty close. He's pretty close. All right. Any words of wisdom you you want to leave young goalie trackers out there with? I feel like it's just pretty typical about have fun. I feel like, you know, if you take things too seriously, you kind of lose that love for the game or, or stuff like that. And, you know, you can go down a bad road. I think, you know, just to go out there and want to get better and, and have fun doing it is, you know, the most important thing you can do. And, um, you know, if you do that every day, you'll be better off in a couple of years by by doing that. So, yeah, just have fun, have a growth mindset, get better every day and have fun doing it. Awesome. Thank you very much for taking your time. Oh, yeah, no problem. One last thing. Uh, yeah. Favorite goalie in the NHL? Uh, I like Andre Vasilevsky. I think he's just the best goalie. I like watching him. I like watching all goalies. So there, there's so many good goalies. Okay, do you have a favorite team? Yeah, New York Rangers. <laughs> See if I got you yeah. slipped up there. No, no, too sharp. All right, awesome. Thank you for jumping on today. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Thank you again to Dylan Grant for jumping on this episode of the podcast. If you have any questions or any topic ideas for the Goalie Corner, you can reach out to us by email at thegoaliecorner at gmail.com or you can find us on social media. Uh, we have Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, all at One Stop Goaltending. Have a great day and see you next time.